Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, good morning, folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA radio show here in in Southern Idaho and Eastern Oregon. And I'm Ken Lewis. I'm the director for FCA. That's the Fellowship of Christian Athletes here in Idaho. And my co-host this morning is our West Treasure Valley area director, Ryan Seals. Ryan, great to have you in the studio here this morning. Yeah, thanks, Ken. It's so great to be here. This is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Hey, do you want to introduce our, our guest this morning that we have on Heart of the Athlete this morning? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, I got to know Coach uh, Travis Sapp from Nissa High School a couple years ago and uh, just really has enjoyed getting to know him and his family. And uh, this is going to be a lot of fun getting to talk to him today. Good morning, guys. You bet, Travis. It's great to have you on the air and uh, we're, uh, we're excited to hear about what God's been doing in your life. It's been pretty amazing. Well, great. Well, Ryan, I know we've got, uh, before we visit with Travis, I know we're anxious to, to talk with him, but we want to tell the folks uh, about some FCA camps coming up this summer. Um, I know we've got uh, our wrestling mini camp that's May 31st and June 1st at Meridian High School. That's for incoming first graders through 12th graders. And uh, I know you've helped me out at that camp and we've had some great clinicians and, and those coaches there get to share their testimonies and uh it's been a great time, hasn't it, over there at Meridian High? It has, and I can even say that not being a wrestling guy, can too, that uh, they, these guys know what they're doing. This, this is a great camp, and I've seen some amazing state champion wrestlers come through the years, so it's going to be a lot of fun. You bet. And I know, um, you know, Travis, you're here uh, at Nissa. We've had, uh, we've had Coach Clearer over here, Luke, Luke over here, many times bringing Nissa kids. Yeah, I think Luke's won nine state championships wrestling and coached a lot of individual state champs he's a great guy we're, we're really lucky to have him here well it's awesome i know luke has brought it seems like eight or nine kids every year to that camp and uh, so we're excited to to hopefully have some nissa bulldogs back over there at that camp so folks if you want some more information about that or a list of the coaches that are going to be there uh, we actually have matt Klinger, who uh, was a two-time ohio state champ ohio's uh, big in wrestling and he wrestled uh three years for Cleveland State. He's going to be one of our clinicians at that camp. And then also Levi Jones. Levi Jones was a a three-time NCAA qualifier uh, at Boise State. He wrestled up uh, in the Spokane area at a high school. He's a state champ out of Washington. And then he was a runner-up, Pac-12 runner-up two times. And uh, uh, at one point in time, he was actually ranked second in the country uh, before he ended up getting some injuries. But um, uh, so we have those two coaches. It's going to be a great time. And then, Ryan, we've got our, our big regional camp. Why don't you tell the folks a little bit about that? Yeah, so at the end of June, um, we're going to be on the campus of Northwest Nazarene University in Nampa, Idaho, June 24th through 28th. It's an all-sport camp uh, for, for uh, seventh incoming 7th graders through 12th graders. And you can find out all the information on our website, www.fcaidaho.org. It's just going to be a, a great uh, week of inspiration and perspiration. So uh, if you have any questions, you can email Ken at KenLewis at FCA.org, and we would just love to see you there. Yeah, um, the sports we got there is football, baseball, and softball. Uh, in fact, this year we're trying to do a reboot for baseball. We're making it kind of a, a middle school focus just because it's, you know, so many the high school players are playing Legion ball. And then, uh, of course, track, you know, throws, pole vault, uh, swimming and diving, actually adding diving this year, which is cool. Uh, girls and guys basketball, volleyball, cheer, tennis, of course, right, Ryan? You're- That's right. Got to give me some love for tennis. 
and then uh, golf, and then also uh, wrestling for girls and guys, soccer, and lacrosse. And so we're excited. So fcaidaho.org, you can get more information. So, And there's actually, we've got a few, sco- we have some scholarships left too. So, um, Well, hey, Travis, it's, it's great to be here and have you in the studio here this morning. And uh, um, I know you, you've been here at NISA for a while. Tell us a little bit, how, how did you get to NISA? And when did you first get here? And, uh, and uh, tell us a little bit about some of the sports that you did in high school. So uh, my parents separated in 1998, and uh, we moved to Nyssa to live with one of my mom's friends from high school. And uh, I went to Nyssa High School my freshman year and uh, played basketball and baseball, and then I played uh, football, basketball, and baseball the rest of my high school career. So pretty much did a lot of things here. And then um, you um, are a teacher here and a coach now, but how, so how did, so where did you go to college and and, and uh, how did you decide on where to go to those places? So I attended TVCC first there in Ontario, and uh, from there I went to Boise State University. Um, I just decided that I wanted to be a teacher and a coach because there were some really influential coaches in my life that really had a huge impact on me as a young man. So I thought if I couldn't be a professional athlete, I think coaching would be a pretty fun way to get in contact with young people. So that's how I made that choice. Well, that's great. Um, I know, Ryan, that kind of sounds a little similar to your story, too. You spent some time at TVCC and Boise State and also Eastern Oregon, didn't you? Yeah, it was funny that you say that because as he was saying those things, I was thinking the same thing because sports have always been a passion in my life, too, Coach. And uh, knowing that I wasn't maybe talented enough to be a pro athlete, I thought, okay, well, what could be the next big thing? I was like, to be a coach and, and just how much fun that would be. So that's a big reason why I went into public education at first was, was to be a coach, so... Well, Travis, how long have you taught and coached here now at NISA? Uh, so this is my fifth year here at NISA High School. I've coached uh, for five years, basketball for two or three years, and then uh, football for four years and baseball for four years. And uh, you're also involved with FCA here, right? Um, tell us a little bit about your involvement with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes at NISA High School. So uh, I'm the huddle leader here at NISA High School. Um, my wife and I run a Sunday night program through at our house where we just have some 8 to 12 kids usually come over each week and we're uh, going through the Bible doing some really cool things with them. Uh, I think this is our third year doing FCA here at NISA High School and uh, I heard about FCA when I was teaching at an alternative school. I just had a guy who had a huge influence in my life. His name was John Laverne. I think he's an Emmett now. And John was just such a great guy. I really looked up to him. And he was a part of FCA. So I figured if somebody as cool as John was doing FCA, that'd be something I want to be a part of as well. That's funny. Yeah, I remember visiting John over at that school in Payette. And uh, one time, I know John was an arm wrestling yeah. champion, national champ. National but, champ arm wrestler. Yeah. And then his kids, uh, I mean, when you see John, he's, this, he's got this huge chest, these big old arms and forearms. And he's, he's, like, uh, he's like off that movie, that Sil- Sylvester Stallone movie. Yeah, he straight up looks like Sylvester Stallone, that's for sure. And then his kids are cross-country runners, so, and they've been to FCA camps. So. Very cool. They're great people. Well, that's cool, Travis. Well, you know, on, on behalf of FCA, we just want to tell you thank you. Thanks for giving to the Lord your time and your, your treasure, your talent to, to help lead kids to Christ and to be able to do sports ministry over here at Nyssa High School. And, and thanks for opening up your home and, and, and involving your family, too. And what does your wife think about being involved with FCA? 
Uh, she's she's all for it. She loves it. She's uh, one of the driving forces that brought FCA to NISA. There were some parents that uh, wanted their kids to be a part of it, and, and my wife was right there trying to get it here as well. So she's instrumental in doing everything. Why do you think it's important to, to have FCA at your school here at NISA High School, Travis? Um, I know... There might be some folks out there listening going, man, FCA, this is the first time I've heard about it or an FCA huddle thing. Um, why do you think it's important for schools, if, especially if they don't have it? But why has it been important uh, for you guys, and why do you think schools should, should do that? Um, I just think that there's a huge movement in our country trying to get uh, our families back into a God-centered area, and I think that uh, out here in Nyssa, we're a really conservative community, and a lot of kids have been searching uh the Lord, and I think that uh, a few years ago, there's some some great parents that try to get FCA to come here, and and it just has been one of those things. This was God's plan the whole time, and I think it's been great for our kids. And I've noticed a a change in my own family, my own children. So it's been a huge blessing just being a part of it. Yeah, Coach, um, that's awesome. You know, like you said, we we've been kind of doing FCA here for about three years in Nissa High School, but this last fall, Nissa for the first time, was able to help host uh, one of our cool events that we put on every fall called Fields of Faith. And I think we did it at the very end of September 2018. But can you just tell us a little bit about Fields of Faith last year at Nyssa High School and, and just what that meant for the community? And uh, just tell us a little bit about that event. So we, we hosted Fields of Faith, and it was a really amazing thing. We had people from all different churches come that night, and, and the gospel was shared. And uh, I think that uh, that was one of those nights that I think changed a lot of people's lives. We we had, I think, probably about four or 500 people in the stands. It was amazing. Uh, my own son presented his testimony, and it's just a really powerful thing to see what God is doing in our community. Yeah, I, I was going to bring up, talk about your son, knowing that your son uh, spoke. He gave one of the testimonies. And for those of you guys that aren't familiar with Fields of Faith, um, one of the big aspects of it, what makes it a really cool event as we get to hear from from kids all over the valley, so we heard from somebody from Weezer High School last year, and somebody from from Council, which is up north in Idaho, and Anissa, and so we just had a great representation of all over the West Treasure Valley. But tell us a little bit about your your son's story, if you wouldn't mind, and just kind of what he spoke about uh, at Fields of Faith. Yeah, so uh, my son has had a bone disease in his left leg since he's been basically since he was born. Uh, as a kindergartner, he broke his femur, and that was the first surgery that he had. Um, since then, he's had about 12 or 13 different surgeries on his left leg. Uh, last year, he made the decision that he just wanted to get uh, his leg amputated right below the knee, so he had a below-the-knee amputation, and uh, he just decided that he wanted to have a normal life. He wanted to try and participate in sports, and and be a part of a team and, and do some things and just be like everybody else. So he he had that uh, leg taken off and now he has a prosthetic and he's playing baseball this year and it's been pretty amazing to see uh, his response and, and also the other kids' response to him being out there because this is a kid that his whole life has just wanted to be a part of a team and it's really cool to see that. Wow, that's that's an incredible story. I mean, incredible what's going on in his life yeah he and, and i've and i've met him ken he's just a great young man and just an amazing heart uh so funny i just remember laughing <laughs> pretty hard when, when he gave his testimony just just the way that that he presented his story um and i'm sure that story touched a lot of people that knowing 
you know, sometimes we, we, we have a tendency, especially young students, and I could see this as a former teacher, to really focus in on ourselves and, and you know, maybe whine and complain about things that are fairly small and substantial, but then you have your son who has gone through so much, you know, having that, that amputation done and just the smile that he has on his face. And I know that other people look at him and go, wow, like if he can deal with what he's going through and, and honor God the way he does, so can I. <laughs> it makes my situation maybe a little bit different. Wouldn't you agree? I agree completely. I, I think that his, his attitude through everything has really changed me and my wife in a lot of ways because he's just handled it all with a lot of grace and, and faith. So it's, it's really changed everything because he's, his attitude is whatever. God's going to take care of it. So, and, and it's also, yeah, one guy out there is complaining that maybe his arm hurts a little bit. And I say, hey, you know, I think Michael's leg's hurting a little bit too. And they just kind of look at me like, I got no, no leg to stand on here in the complaint department. So that's been pretty interesting to be a part of that too. So, well, and I know, um, with, uh, there was a, there was a Nissa young man that went to camp several years ago, right? And, uh, and that was one of the reasons. I mean, you guys had some fundraisers over here and, uh, and next thing you know, you guys are hosting the Fields of Faith. And I know it's kind of traveled around, but it's so cool, you know, to just see all those people that were in the stands and, and just to hear about what God's doing. So, Well, folks, if you just join us here this morning our Heart of the Athlete, we're visiting uh, this morning with Coach Travis Sapp, who coaches over here and teaches over at Nissa High School and uh, in Nissa, Oregon. So, Well, Travis, um, I want to change gears just a little bit and just you know, hear about how you came to know the Lord, how you, how you came to the point of surrendering your life to Jesus Christ. So in 2006, uh, my wife and I, we separated. We had a, a little bit of a good, difficult time in our marriage, and, and uh, I had some own personal stuff going on with my parent. My, my father was sick and uh, not doing well, and I didn't handle that very well. I, uh, I left my wife, and our marriage dissolved. We got a divorce, and then in November of 2006, uh, my father passed away, and the first person that showed up at my door was my ex-wife. And I thought to myself, this is probably not normal. Like something's going on with this person where she cares about me more than she cares about anything. And I just got to thinking like she's been a Christian since she was a teenager and she just treats people with such compassion that there was something different about her. And I racked my brain and racked my brain and I couldn't figure out what it was. And then it just finally hit me. Well, she's a Christian and and she serves somebody else. And, uh, and that's when I decided, you know, I should start reading the Bible and, and looking into this. I had been raised Catholic, so I had a little bit of a introduction into God, into belief. So, uh, one day I was just actually working out at a gym in Ontario and I seen this sign and it said, Made in China. And I thought, Jesus was on the cross and he was thinking, one day I'm going to see this sign that says Made in China and I'm going to say, okay, I get it. I understand all of that, what Jesus did on that cross for me. If it was just me that accepted him that day, he still would have done it. And him sending my wife, who was my ex-wife at the time, to me that was just like the floodgates opened. And I knew then that I wanted to be a Christian and uh, Jesus is the way for me. Wow, uh, that's amazing. I mean, you don't hear stories like that do you ryan uh these days i mean usually people you know relationships and marriages are treated so lightly you know just the value of that 
commitment and uh, and life. Um, that's amazing, Travis. Um, yeah, I I just really believe that the only God can can have that kind of redemption and in, in, in change people's hearts and, and minds. I've, I've seen, you know, it's just amazing situation in people's marriages over the years, and just hearing that story, man, that what what a what a what an amazing testimony that, that you and your wife have, and, and what you've gone through, um, and and just looking at the fruit of, of your guys' marriage now, and just knowing your kids and, and where you're coaching and, and working together, and you guys do the FC huddle together, which is which is really cool. So uh, that that's awesome. Yeah, you uh, you saying the fruit that that kind of our our marriage is uh, is truly a gift from God. It my my favorite Bible verse is John fifteen five, and it talks about being a part of the branch of God and Apart from God, you can do nothing, and and truly, our marriage is a, a great example of that. Like, we are together because this is what God has done in our lives. I mean, I, I understand that people can have successful marriages that are not based in Christ, but I think that the struggle is a lot more real for them than anybody else. Or, uh, sorry, than a Christian, because, geez, Louise, when when uh, Christ is the center of your marriage, I think that it just makes for a rock solid foundation. I'm just curious how, you know, people that you knew prior when you guys were first married and then you guys had your divorce and then all of this happened and then you surrendered your life to Christ and you guys got remarried. Um, how did that impact the people around you? I, I can just imagine people looking at what, you know, going, wow, you know, what's your guys' deal? And what was the impact that Christ had on, on the people around you that knew that, your family members and, and friends and neighbors? There was definitely a, a waiting time period where people just kind of waited a couple of years to see like if they're if we were really going to stick it out if this would actually work this time. Uh, but since then, I I think that uh, we've we've had a lot of impact on people's lives. I know that uh, we've had some some de facto counseling sessions with some some married people, and it's been it's been a blessing for me and Sarah because we just we realize God is at work in our marriage and. And I know that people are definitely watching us because of our situation. And uh, and when I share uh, our our marriage testimony with the students here at school, sometimes they're just like, "What? Like you you guys are crazy! Like this this isn't how it's supposed to work." And I just tell them, you know, it wasn't really our plan for it to go down like this either. But this is just what's going on. And and for for our young people at at our school, I think that it's a really great story and example for them that truly. God can do anything, right? Only God could. Only God could do that. Yeah. Amen. Um, just to kind of switch switch bases just a little bit, um, I got a just a thought that popped in my head. When going back to you being head baseball coach, now you said for about about four or five years, four years. Okay. Um, tell us, coach, what what you feel the connection, the importance of being a, a Christian coach at a, at a public school, high school, and, and why that would maybe give you you know, an advantage, um, you know, maybe relationally or, or just in your, in your coaching and why that's really important being a Christian coach. It's funny that you say that. I was just talking with my son about it last night. How about we, we do our best out there at the field to make sure that we, we behave basically with manners because there are just so many people that go through life just living with no morals and, and few characteristics that I think that people would be proud to have. So just just using baseball is a great way to make a connection with kids and and try to help young men grow to be better men that 
someday they will be proud of themselves and, and they can make their family and their community proud as well. And so it's, baseball is just, just the vessel that gets us there. That's awesome. You know, a couple of years ago, um, we, we haven't done our West Treasure Valley coaches huddle for about a year, year and a half. Just, uh, you know, part of the reason with, with my family situation and, and what my family personally has gone through. Um, but uh, it'd be fun to get to do that again, wouldn't it? Getting back to that coaches huddle we were coming to and, and talk about that 3D coaching stuff. So if you could just remember maybe a little bit about when you first came to that with Coach Chamberlain, who coaches the, uh, the women's basketball team over here, and just the importance of 3D coaching and, and what maybe you remember from that a little bit. Yeah, uh, that, that was a huge deal for me because I, I get to do a lot of uh, fellowshipping with the men at my church, but a, a lot of the men at my church are not actively involved in young people's lives, so we don't exactly have the same kind of ministry. So being a part of the coaches' ministry was something that, man, it was just, it's just so nice to have coaches that you can go and rely on and having Jeremy Chamberlain at this school man what a blessing he is just phenomenal person top notch human great Christian his family is wonderful great wife great kids and and just being a part of that coaches huddle where we got to read the Bible together but also fellowship and know that hey there are other Christian coaches out there so we're, we're fighting the fight together it's that's a really unifying and bonding experience well, that's that's neat. It's neat to hear just your story um, about being involved in a, a coach's small group. We've got several of these around the valley. I know we have some over in the Boise Meridian area, and then it sounds like you guys are going to be getting something start restarted over here. And you know, we started that years and years ago with Rudy Espino and John Lundberg and a few of those guys, and you, of course, Ryan. So. Well, folks, if, you, if you're interested, too, if you're a coach or you know a coach that might be interested, you can get in touch with us at fcaidaho.org. And um, uh, I know if you're interested in camp, you can get more information there. And I know how many kids are you guys looking at maybe sending to camp this year, Travis? Um, we are doing our middle school fundraiser here, I think. Is it this weekend or next weekend? I think it's the weekend of May 4th. Okay, so that will determine how many middle school kids we go. As far as high school kids, that is something we've been talking about the last couple of weeks. So I, I'm sure we'll probably end up sending probably six or seven kids from from Nissa's school district. Hopefully we can get up as many as 10 or 12, though. That would be great. Wow, that's awesome from, from uh, Nissa, Oregon, so the Nissa Bulldogs. So I know Luke will be bringing some kids over, hopefully, for that wrestling camp, too. And uh so maybe we can get Luke to do a, a session over there too. Yeah, Luke. Luke is a great guy. Uh, absolutely, I'm sure he will. He will be over there. If there's a wrestling clinic, he's there. That's for sure. Well, Ryan, it's been great to have you on the show this morning and co-hosting. And Travis, what a what a blessing. What a what a pleasure and just a just a sweet blessing from the Lord to hear about what God's been doing in your life. Yeah, Ken, this has been so much fun, just getting to hear Travis's heart. And, uh, man, I, I'm encouraged. I'm walking away from this encouraged this morning. This is, this is awesome. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Folks, God bless. Thanks for listening today. If you are interested in getting involved with FCA or would like to donate to the FCA ministry, you can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. Join us next week for The Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho, and KBXL, The Voice. Yeah.